0: Bells bells,
1: the potential podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the first official potential pick of 2021. Here we are in a new year. We made it, guys. We made it out of 2020, and we've got a fantastic pick here today. Uh, This was released on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, Uh, so this is the time we're reviewing it. We're reviewing the new Pixar movie, Soul. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Stewart, I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. So this film, uh, the new film in the Pixar lineup here, uh, again, an interesting year. We did have Onward early this year, another fantastic Pixar film that I really enjoyed, uh, especially with the... The storytelling, the, the idea of brotherhood, and also all the fantasy elements, I think, were such a fun spin on, you know, the fantasy elements in, like, a suburban setting. Well, this is a completely different type of Pixar movie. Uh, this is more a tone to, like, Inside Out. Those movies that kind of make you think a little bit. It's a little deeper. Uh, it was just really creative and imaginative. So, uh, Taylor, give us a brief synopsis. Uh, This is a no-spoiler review for this. Brief synopsis of what Soul is about.
0: Not a problem. So the brief synopsis, uh, two main characters. You've got uh, Jamie Foxx is voicing the main character, uh, who is a middle school teacher who has always had a passion for music, specifically jazz music, and he's always wanted to make it big and he gets the call and he gets that chance to that big break but he's got to make it and get ready for his big debut of course unfortunately uh, something happens and he ends up going uh, to the great beyond as you would say and he ends up um, trying to figure out how to get back uh, to his to earth but along the way he has to mentor uh, a character or a soul soul 22 voiced by Tina Fey and so that's where the story takes off from there and uh, first of all I was really excited about this one now a lot of people were very pumped about this one because uh, this was the first Pixar film where we have a a african-american as the main character and a lot of african-american culture and music is a big part of this film and this film as you said like uh, inside out and some Pixar movies, it is a very deep and uh thoughtful film. Of course mm-hmm. it deals with these ideas of life after death, but also talks about the beginning of life, which I thought was a very interesting twist where uh of course we're having someone, you know, do I do I move on or no I can't let go and then there's the idea of oh their concept of when, you know, new people come to the world, are they decided you know, but already, you know, the personalities and what they're going to be already in the beginning, you know, that destiny versus, you know, your choices and what you decide and the idea of the spark, you know, what, uh, what is your drive? What is your excite, you know, what gets you excited about life?
1: Yeah. Are we, are we pre-programmed to like a certain, uh, thing or want to follow a certain occupation or a passion, or is that something that, uh, nothing, you know, no one can set that up for you. That's something that you discover in your life. And this was, yeah, it it, it made for a lot of these big questions that uh, Pixar has always been good about having very real life issues in their films. Uh, this is directed by Pete Docter, who has been with the Pixar family for quite some time. Uh, the four movies he's directed, Monsters, Inc., Up, Inside Out, and now Soul. A couple of the shorts as well. And he's been, of course a assistant or writer or, uh, you know, animator for many of the Pixar films. So, yeah, you could see his lineup of what he's worked on has had, I remember when Up came out, uh, the whole first 10 minutes is all mostly silent. It's, you know, to a background of music, this whole idea of we're kind of seeing Carl's life and we see those moments when Ellie, you know, unfortunately passes and we're like, this is how this movie starts and it hits you right away with a a feeling of, oh, this is a, about loss.
0: It's emotional gut punch for sure. And this one, no different.
1: Inside Out was this whole creative way of looking at our emotions and what controls us and how those emotions work together and the imagination. So this is definitely the, the follow-up to this, but again, it in such a creative way. So as you mentioned, yeah, our, our main character, Joe, he's, he's technically like, is he dead? Is he basically in a coma? So his soul is supposed to be going to the great beyond, which we kind of take as maybe heaven or like whatever the afterlife. Yeah, it's very, it's very up,
0: well, it's very well done, whether no matter yeah. what you believe in or don't believe in. No that,
1: religious connotation. No, here. no you exactly. It's kind of played as the the mystical kind of, you know, great big white light in the sky. And again, the animation uh, when they're in the soul world is so very, it's very out there. It's very bizarre. It's very, uh, uh, like I guess, creative but this great before this is like where most of the movie takes place apart from planet earth uh, this idea that, yeah, these souls are, you know, fresh souls are going to be paired up with a fresh human on earth. And there's so many things that they could
0: <laughs> fresh humans.
1: <laughs> well, that's close like, to, yeah. I guess, uh, a Ron human, but there's yeah. some Ron humans that are babies too. So uh, just so yeah. Creative with the, the idea that they're, they're programmed to a point, but there's always one slot missing. And that is like what? What's that spark? What's this idea of, what? What you know? What gets you out of bed every morning? And and Joe's kind of torn between what he thinks is really his passion, to really what he discovers through this crazy, of course, fun, Disney-filled adventure, buddy adventure through both uh, mistaken bodies and you know these characters that are in this this world where there's no physics and things are different compared to our world. And again, the animation really followed that. I thought that was something that was so lovely. Was that when they're on Earth, the animation just pops. There's there's moments where probably one of the best real. the best yeah.
0: looking of humans. I mean, we've oh, seen yes. a lot of versions of humans uh, in Pixar because obviously a lot of it's fa- very fantastical, where um, you've got you know talking toys and superheroes. But of all the movies that have had you know human characters, this was the most realistic. And very well done. And of course, like mm. you said, when you go to the, the more of the mystical or more of the um, surreal areas like the great before and such, the other characters, how they're designed was a very unique take, uh, especially kind of like that old um, kind of Van Gogh style or yes. uh, some of the, the more modernist uh, it was very unique that it, it stood out to you and i was like oh that's kind of cool of course you know <laughs> some people may not like that but i i was a, really a fan of that because it was something really u- new and unique
1: i liked it because it made me think of this whole you know it's all very uh bright purples and pinks uh and blues this kind of like uh, mystical plane if you will where these characters live and the idea that these mentors as they're called these kind of people that they're kind of ones that regulate everything. Yeah. They're they're like squiggly line, uh, artistic, uh, you know, drawings, but they can, they can like, you know, teleport they can pop up anywhere they want. You know, the rules of physics don't apply to them. They can turn into walls. They can do whatever they want. Um, and, and they're all the, the voice casting was just incredible here because they hired a lot of these like funny, uh, comedians that, uh, you know, it's a lot of these, like, the way they talk, they're all very gentle, and there's a bit of a dry humor too because they're supposed to be very adult-like talking down to these little souls that are kids. A lot of which yeah, made I, for a lot
0: of very funny.
1: That was another thing about this movie I thought was like, it's very funny, very very funny, and I mean it's there's very physical humor, but there was a lot of fun mental humor in this. It made very you quick. think. There, there also, because and, um, the idea in this movie is they have a lot of these uh, famous either philosophers or inventors or stuff that they. Over time, after they've passed, they become a mentor to try to, you know, match up these young souls with something they're going to like to go into Earth with. And the whole idea of Tina Fey's character, uh, Soul 22, is that she's gone through thousands of mentors and they've never been able to pair up with the spark that's going to get her sent to Earth. Mm -hmm. And the vice versa is that she doesn't want to go to Earth. She thinks Earth is a waste of time. So, this unique pairing that she's going to find the one guy. That desperately wants to get back to earth and they go on this giant adventure and it's this is great but those little moments where it was like these quick cameos of of famous people from history and it'd be like one line and it'd be such a funny joke it was, joke, and it it was kind so of fast
0: you know what it reminded me of it reminded me kind of the cutaway gags of like that seth mcfarland's known for like family guy and stuff yeah yeah and you had to be you had to really pay attention so i was laughing because i i got what they're doing with that and there and of course what great casting jamie fox has done uh, quite a bit of animation at this mm-hmm. point with rio and and he has that fantastic voice but tina fey was such a great opposition i <laughs> one of my favorite lines not with no spoilers is it's like why are you sound like a, a middle-aged white lady you know just like some kind of self-referential as well but you're right the casting was great and it's it was not only just quick with the timing of the the jokes and the the dialogue it is a very quick film and it does definitely keep you kind of on the edge of your seat to see where it goes.
1: Yeah. I mean, like within the actual uh, mystical plane of this great before we had voice actors. I mean, we had Graham Norton, the great, you know, uh, show host from uh, England was in this and rightfully cast in this really funny role of Moonwind. Uh, We had Rachel house, Rich Iote, Alice Braga, was studio. We had fortune fiendster was in this. They had all these great uh, comedic actors playing these characters from this mystical plane and then again having that correct casting with people that are uh especially being this is a heavily African American story especially not only not only through music but the way they they portray New York and some of the real life things about New York and again how a passion can find you it's not something that you just you know from birth know what you're going to do. I thought that was really lovely and they have I mean we have Questlove in this, we have David Diggs, Angela Bassett, Felicia Rashad. I mean we had some great, you know named and especially people that have had history with music and stuff playing some of these characters so that was was really smart and I, yeah just some of the scenes when they're like in New york like apart from there is a there's still going to be a slight cartoony element to the people's faces like the eyes and stuff but the backdrops i mean like you know i've lived in New york quite a bit now and been there and it's just like you know you see the subway you see the streets you see the the leaves and the trees and the The attention to detail was just so So much attention to detail yeah and and a lot for humor there as well because there's you know the 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 big kind of like plot point at this point in the movie we're not going to talk about now uh leads to a lot of comedy elements in a city that is you know this is you know all not in a covid world it's a huge busy bumbling new york city in its prime and so uh, just the constant traffic and well bodies. They definitely
0: yeah, you definitely captured the and you being uh you know kind of semi-native New Yorker for a while mm. living living in the city, me being a tourist at times uh, it definitely captures that a uh, bit of the chaotic uh, oh, yeah. side of it, but also just the the sights, the sounds and you know it's not it's not the same not being able to see it on a big screen, but to if you get to just get like a nice pair of headphones or hear that on those big speakers, it really really pops the sound quality yeah this. we
1: we watched this on uh my our big tv and yeah the music was great too i mean there's a lot of this music that when it's you know on earth it's a lot of more of that kind of jazz vibe because that is what joe likes to play and it's what a lot of background is and then when it's in the great beyond and the great before it's this very uh mystical computer-like very,
0: very calm
1: and cool. dulcet like, like, tones like in a like a lobby at like a massage place or like <laughs> exactly. you know a certain elevator yes. it's and and it, they needed those two different uh you know variations to kind of keep you in that zone and it, it just makes for a visual feast with some just great and, and well great said animation. and well
0: so it said in the zone so you know in the <laughs> you'll, zone you'll know when that's you watch right. it
1: so. Um, But yeah, this just, uh, this definitely to me was a movie that was needed at the end of this year, at the end of 2020, going into 2021. Uh, It just was, it, it really made me kind of remember, even though we're in this, you know, still difficult time and we're hoping that the pandemic will start to ease off as the more the vaccine and leadership change and everything to remember to just, you know, take a walk outside and be thankful for what's around you and thankful for life. And, you know, there's a lot still to be thankful for, even though we're kind of trapped in our homes and <laughs> having to wear masks and all that stuff. There's still a lot of stuff to appreciate. And I think that was a beautiful message in this movie. That was just like a much needed, uh little treat there at the end of 2020.
0: And a bit of an introspective reality check, if
1: you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, definitely. If you check out soul, it's now streaming on Disney plus it's, it's a must watch guys. This is like, we
0: both agree with
1: that starting off 2021, really strong with the, in our first pick here. This is like, it was, it was a great way to end uh, the year. So check out soul and Disney plus. And that was this week's potential pick. Thanks for listening to the potential podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the potential podcast or on Twitter at,